Duh, your family married out of their race too, right? All your brothers are married out of their race too, right? Um, the ones that are married are. They married white women. His wife died. When? Years back. Oh. Can we do the announcements now? This people right here. We got to do the announcements now. Oh, yeah. 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 Shh. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, quick announcements before we get started. Please silence all your cell phones right now. Um, bathrooms are back to your left. When the mic comes, you hold it six inches from your face. Not too close, not too far. I forgot some of the announcements, so I got to try to remember. Oh, oh um, if you're, if the, the chairs in the front, please fill those up here so the, Chris calls them stragglers, come into the back. They could just fill in. So we got chairs right here. I hate to move the, the pregnant husband and wife to the front. Oh, no, because you guys got them. That's okay. That's their nephew. Right, right here. Nice, thank you. Nice. And there's one more. I'm missing one. No uh, food or drink. Phones. We did cell phones. No food or drink. And there's one more. Bathroom. No, we did that one. And we did the mic. <laughs> Maybe it's done. <laughs> he black and he back. <laughs> How about a sweeping port? All thoughts are lights. That's all, y'all. That's all. <laughs> That's how they spelled it. What a mess. How you doing, Hassan? I'm well. How are you? All is well. How's the music be? Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line and uh, Hake of the HakeReport.com. We'll get to, but today he's just James. Uh, well, let me know and I can respond to your questions and comments. Good morning, y'all. Hi, y'all. So, Let's bow our head and pray. We need to pray. Can you close your eyes, bow your head and pray? Amazing. All right, thank you. Uh, why you didn't do it? I do this thing called silent prayer. Uh, oh, hold on. I, I, stay, I stay conscious of what's going on around me, and I, I uh, breathe and take in uh, the oxygen that God has given me, and I try to clear my mind of all my thoughts, and I try to let him show me what's going on yeah. with the Spirit as opposed to me trying to see that that's red and that you're talking and that he's turned around. I try to uh, let man, him. You made a major change, man, because you were like a little Bible thumper when you first got here. No, nah, man, I've been doing that before I met you. I f- nice. I'm sorry, but but it's very similar to the silent prayer, but yeah. yeah. 
um, another another uh, believer introduced me to that concept about. And what's a believer? Four or five years ago, it's in the Bible. It's what when they call. It's what you call a Christian. It's what you call a Christian. I'm a believer. But but this, yeah, it's what the scripture scripture say. What's that? They don't really use the word Christian in scripture. They use the word believer. Yeah, in the, in the Bible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a copy. You ever want? No, I believe out? you. Yeah, I'm a believer. <laughs> Why did you do it? Because you told me to. Really? <laughs> Amazing. Well, but actually, because I, I was going to do a silent prayer in my car before I came in, and then I got distracted and didn't, so I thought, cool, I can do it now. Uh, why did you do it? When I say, let's bow our head and pray, you did it. Why? I know we, we don't normally do that, and... I just did it out of respect. Have you done it before other churches and other events? People say, let's pray first. Oh, yeah. And bow our head and pray. And you would do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why did you do it? Oh, hold on. For the same reason, reason, out of respect. You You what? Out of respect. Just for the same reason. Do you do it at other churches and events? Like when you go to rallies and, and somebody say, let's pray. Have you ever done it? No, actually not. Because you, you, you don't participate in rallies and things? No, not particularly. Oh, okay. Why did you do it? I thought you were joking. It was funny. That's why you did it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Have you ever done it at other churches or events or things? People say, let's pray? Yes. And you would bow your head, close your eyes to pray? Not since, obviously, coming here, but yeah. No, before here. Yes. When life was abnormal. Yes. Um. So why would you do it then? Yeah, I don't know. You don't I, know why you did it? I just thought that that's what you were supposed to do, like pray three times a day. With your eye closed and head bow? Right. Why did you think that? Hmm. Um, maybe it was what I was taught. I have were no you clue. taught that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why did you do it? Just to be part of it. Just to be a part of it? So have you been at other events and they said, we need to pray before we start. So bob your head and close your eyes and let's pray. Yes, sir. And why did you do it then? Because they asked. They asked you to do it? Yes, sir. Amazing. And why did you do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know why you did it? I just saw you do it. You told us to and my husband did it, so I just followed Right. Have you done it at other churches or events and things like that? Yes. When they have prayer before they start the event? Yes. And they say, close your eyes and bow your head and let's pray? Yeah. And you would do it. Mm-hmm. And then why would you do it then? Just because I was told. I used to go, go down on your knees also, like in those Catholic churches. You yeah. would go on your knees too? On the Catholic church. On oh, those yeah. Oh. Pull down bars, yeah. Oh, what a mess. Mm-hmm. And then they say, stand up, and we stand up. And then they say, sit down, and we sit down. Really? Mm-hmm. What, why did you do it? I, th- I thought it was something new we were doing. <laughs> but, did you so do I just it went with it. When you were growing up, and you would go to different events and different churches, and they would have prayer, and they said, bow your head, close your eyes, and let's pray. Would you do it? Have you done it before me? Well, going to church, not 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 really. I didn't participate as much, but oh, okay. Sometimes, yeah. You were like Nick, huh? Nick was, would be going was to like church a hit or as a little boy. 
And he was rebelling at church. <laughs> I, I just never really liked that part of it, really, you know, the whole singing and dancing and stuff like that. Oh, you know? okay. And, well, whenever everyone bowed their head, it was fine, you know, but Maybe. it didn't bother me, really. Did you do Hussar? I did. A- and why? Um, it feels good to do it. Why? Just to, like, center yourself and... Like what? Like, center yourself and... So when you would be at events and the people say, let's pray, close your eyes, bow your head, let's pray, you did it because you thought it was good to do? Yeah, it felt peaceful. Oh, it did? It felt better than listening to whatever usually they had to say, so I would hope it would go longer. <laughs> you would go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Did you do it up just now? Did I do it right now or uh, period? Right now. No. Have you ever done it? I probably at, at have. Church, you bow your head or even and close your eyes to pray? I didn't go to church as a kid, so I didn't do it that. But there's been a few churches I've been to that I may have. Most of the time I won't do it, though. Just I just, I don't know. It's just something kind of odd about doing it. And oh, yeah. I'll kind of pay attention to what's going on around me more than bowing my head. Oh, you thought somebody was going to shoot you while you're out? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Will you that me? You don't have to do everything everybody tells you, right? Right. So, um, okay. I mean, that's, that's that's all I got. Thank you, Satan. Um, <laughs> did, did you do it growing up and going to church? Uh, growing up? Rarely, ever. Yeah, I tell like, you, he would be bailing at church. No, I was sitting there when I was a kid, at least. I'd watch everybody getting up and start, like, uh, worshiping, you know, the worship part of church. And I just said, I never stood. I'm like, nope. And I just, like, <laughs> arms crossed, like, no, you're not making me do it. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. What a sinner, huh? <laughs> uh, did you do it right now, Daryl? Uh, I missed the question. Though. I was in the uh, back. I what said, "Let's bow our head and pray." Uh, Close your eyes and people. <laughs> you didn't I, do it. No, but have I you used ever to done do it? it? Yeah. At different churches and events. Yeah. And why? They said to do it. <laughs> if they See, told you to jump out the window while your eyes closed, well, would you jump? No, that's a little extreme. But uh, the, the the thing is, <laughs> is how that about everybody else that jumped out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, is that the reason why I would do it is because I was figuring out why it wasn't working for me. So I'm like, if I do it, maybe it'll work. It never worked, though, but I figured since everybody else was doing it, <laughs> we could try it. Oh, okay. And I, used to, I used to try to praise like this. <laughs> that didn't work either. You were doing what with that? Like the praising. Uh, like this. It wouldn't work. Praise the Lord. But, but every once in a while you would feel something and you would think it's something, but it's it's just emotional stuff. Oh, okay. I got to move real fast because I got so much to ask you guys. Yes, sir. I realized after I answered that the, there was actually something more important as to why I didn't bow my head, which is that when somebody tells me to do something, I don't do it. I wait for the spirit. So if I'm standing in a store and somebody says, go over there, get in line, you know, I pause, right? And before I make that yeah. move, somebody on TV says, you have to do this. You need, I, you know, I don't, I don't just do it, right? I wait for the spirit. I'm the same way, man. Something. When somebody yeah. says you got to do it, 
It's something in me like, yeah. oh, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way, man. It's patterns of the world. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever, at events or different churches, when, they, when somebody prayed just before the service, they would pray out loud, like, Lord, bless his service, or whatever, right? Have you, and they say, close your eyes and bow your head. Have you ever done it? Uh, I didn't grow up in the church, but as oh, a, as, an, as an adult, I have done that when I first started going to church because I didn't know any better. But as I, you know, as I grew and I realized that I needed to do what God wanted, I don't think there's anything in the Bible that prevents you from doing it. But you don't really see that happening in the Bible. Like Jesus is not telling everybody put your head down and close your right. eyes, right? It's not really there. So it's a it's a pattern that the churches have created, I think, to kind of control people and you know it's okay it's not that wrong with doing it on your own right to be still and know god right and if you want to close your eyes you can but to do it just because somebody said to do it i don't know it's just not me amazing um did you do it right now no you did not bow your head to pray no because i was confused and i was like what is going on you're confused yeah, oh, I was like, have you um, oh, I'm not going to do it if I'm confused, because if I'm confused, I need to stay back and watch myself first. Have you ever done it before at different events where people say, let's pray before we start? Halfway. I've always tried to concentrate on praying, but I was like, kind of like open one eye and see everybody's faces, and I'm like, this is oh, weird. Oh, you being nosy? Yeah, I was being nosy. <laughs> oh, I was being like, are people really doing this? So... It never felt 100% right to me. So oh, okay. it was always like halfway the effort. Have you done that before, Hake? Yeah. And then I want to ask uh, Derek. You, at, you bob your head to pray at different events or at church? Yes. And why did you do it? Because that's how you're taught to pray. And where did they get that from? I don't know. <laughs> I never thought of that. So what? I never thought of it. Why not? I mean, um, <laughs> it never occurred to me to wonder why not. Maybe it's in the Bible or something. And maybe it's in the Bible? Yeah, it might Did Jesus ever bow his head to pray? I don't know. He always looked up, I'm told. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you never questioned all these years. Right? I mean, I have thought, oh, you don't have to bow your head to pray, but it's a nice thing. that It seemed like a nice thing that everybody does sometimes. It's nice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Derek, have you ever done that? I have before. And, and, and why did you do it? Like every, well, I'm not going to say like everyone else, but because it was told or taught, I you know took it in. Um, Have you ever questioned why am I doing this this way? Um, yeah, I would I would do the same as Linda. I would sometimes I can go just a few minutes or try to do it the whole time, but it wouldn't really work the whole time. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you why I asked that in a minute. Um, I've noticed that the vaccinated people get angry at the unvaccinated people. Have you noticed that? It's like they're fighting everywhere now. Uh, why is that happening? 
Why, why they're fighting the unvaccinated? Why the vaccinated people are fighting the unvaccinated? Because I think it's deep, deep, deep down, it's uh, their own ego or their own um, doubt is threatened or whatever. I think it's because they, they probably have the same doubt that we do. I don't want to speak for everyone, but that unvaccinated people do. Oh, that unvaccinated people do, and uh, they just didn't have the courage or the more you know the fortitude to to not give in. So I think when when they they're confronted with that with people that still kind of held their held their ground, they're just a little threatened. Okay, yeah, that's my take. So have you thought about this? I wonder why they fight like that. No, because it all seemed pretty obvious to me. I didn't really need to think about it. I, it's it's all okay. It's all kind of obvious, you know. There's nothing new under the sun with with anything. Just because it's th- this time around, it's a vax, you know, vaccine and so-called so virus. We've had the Chinese virus before. No, but like we've had this sort of like truth oh, yeah. versus oh, okay. you know buying into false narratives before. So all right, um, I'm growing my beard back. So if I stretch, I'm not being an animal. <laughs> my barber told me to grow it a little bit. Um, have you have you noticed that vaccine people have to fight with the the vaccinated or fighting the non-vaccinated people? I have, but I'm pretty detached from those conversations. I don't. What? I'm pretty detached from them. I don't. I don't you engage don't, very much. You're detached from them. Yeah, I, I feel very fifty-fifty. I see both sides. But like, Chanel. have you ever wondered why they're fighting one another though? Um, yeah, of course. Um, what did you come up with? Just differences. People, different backgrounds, different, just different. And that's why the, the vaccinated people are fighting the non-vaccinated people because of different backgrounds? I think, yeah, just simply put, yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. Is this your first time here? This is my first time. Oh, welcome. Thank How you. How did you hear about us? Um, Joel brought me. Who? Joel brought me. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, jo- this Joel right oh, here. Oh, <laughs> Well, welcome. Thank Any you. Any questions about anything? No, not, not yet. Okay. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad we are all here together. Right on. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so I'm going to move real fast on this because I'm trying to make a point. How many people heard of this guy, Jim Jones? You heard of him? Oh, okay. Joel, who was Jim Jones? <clears throat> good to see you, man. How are your brothers? Thank you. Uh, they're good. Yeah. Caleb. No man is good. Yeah. <laughs> All is well. That's, that's true. Yeah. All is well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're good. And who? Were, <laughs> 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 who was Jim Jones? Uh, Jim Jones. He was a cult leader. A cult leader. Mm-hmm. And what is a cult leader? Mm, just like brief description. I think a cult leader is somebody that, yeah, just like kind of like deceives like a masses of people. They kind of like become a part of like an organization that's very discreet or private and and Jim Jones was was he able to deceive people yes and and why mm, I think it was through drugs I think I, I know very very like brief but I think it was through oh, like okay. 
a certain type of psychedelic. You don't oh. know why he was a because a lot of people moved to Africa with him or somewhere, right? Oh, that was Ghana. Yeah, yeah. I know the story very. Is that briefly. in Africa? South America. Oh, okay, that's what it is. So what now? Actually, I'm he, thinking of a the bunch other of guy. people moved with him, right? Yeah. And, and why was he able to convince them to move with me all the way to Guyana? People believe that he was like Jesus or some type of savior. Why did they believe that? Mm. That's a good question. I really don't know. It's Have you very, ever wondered about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a very, it's a very interesting story. But I think people were like looking for a community and he, yeah, he just like deceived people in the sense like, Come here. It's very welcoming. You know. Was it his fault or their fault that they that they that they were deceived? Uh huh. Hmm. I mean, I do believe it was his fault because Why was he was it his fault. <clears throat> because yeah, he was preaching very falsely. Like he was luring alluring people into. He was preaching words that were <clears throat> that kind of gave people like this gratification in their mind. But these are adults, right? I know yeah. children were there because they mm. have hair, but the adults, why did they why was he able to do it to the adults? Yeah. That's a good question. Have you ever wondered that? I have, yeah. I did never you really blame Jim it. Jones for it or the adults that mm. follow him? I guess it's like it's hard to it's complex to really tackle because like they were probably they were looking for something that was tangible like a person that you know that could preach such words and maybe they felt like he was that person okay. that could save them All so right. it's like they were like yeah they were like not that, I guess they were deceiving themselves but it's very, very complex to think about. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Hassan. You, are you familiar with Jim Jones? I am. Okay. Go Both ahead. of them. There's also a rapper, Jim Jones, but I know that's not who you're talking about. Uh, There's a rapper, Jim Jones? <laughs> yeah. What? No. Horrible name I don't choice. know about the rapper one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say it's the people's fault. And why would you say that? Because, uh, like you say, don't let no man, you know, uh, teach you and all that. And, but I do understand that because, like, even with David Koresh or whatever, like, people who bring you to God or bring you back from, like, being in a fallen state, you do, like, make them a, you know, you can make them, like, a, a God to you. So, so if you made them a God, did they bring you back to God? Hmm. Huh. You could rap on that one. <laughs> well, I think that the people who are bringing the person back to God, they're not making it clear to them that uh, to not have a man teach you that I'm just bringing you back to your original you know, nature and your your original state. Who's smarter than that? I still think it's on the people. 
Okay. But it would be good if the Koreshes and Jim Joneses would mention that. <laughs> okay. But I think it's still on the people. Well, you heard what happened with Jim Jones. Did you blame Jim Jones or the people who went there? The people. You blame the people in the beginning or today? Always. Always. And David Koresh. I'm sorry? And David Koresh, any quote-unquote cult leader. Oh, okay. I I think it's on the people. Who made the cult leader a cult leader, the people or the cult leader himself? Uh Uh-huh. Because I don't think cult leaders go around saying, I'm a cult leader. (laughs) Right. Follow me. Right. So who did it? Who does that? The people or the cult leader? The people and the people who see the people doing that and they want to call it something. So like, uh, even like Charles Manson or something like that. Be quiet, Mama. Mama. You want to answer for the baby. (laughs) All right. Yeah, but like even with David Koresh, like from my knowledge, he wasn't really doing necessarily anything bad, but the FBI and all these people were like, oh, he's got this compound or whatever. So they put on it like he's got a cult or whatever. But according to what he was doing, he just was like, you know, it was a little wild with the Revelation, Seven Seals and stuff. Right. But I don't want to get into the deep okay, yeah. that yet because I want to make a point if I can. Yeah. So thank you. We'll come yeah. back, though. I appreciate that. Um, did I see your hand over there? No? I'll come to you in a minute, Frankie, because I have Frankie question, a question for Francisco. Um, yes, sir. Would Jim Jones I, a cult leader? Um, I guess. Why do you guess? Because uh, when you say cult leader, was he like put? Did he call himself? A cult was leader? Jim Jones a cult leader? Um, I'm getting scared now. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Why do you guess? Because he led people to led people astray. And was that his fault? No, no, of course not. And so, why do you believe that he was a? You guess he was a cult leader. I, well, I was just thinking that because the question, one of the questions was um, if he if he made himself a cult leader or the people made him the cult leader. So who, did he? Or? I think the people, first I thought the person because they're crazy, but then I realized I, I was watching a story about some other cult leader, the the guy that made everybody drink Kool-Aid or whatever his name is. That is Jim Jones. <laughs> now I'm really scared. So, so that guy, um, Jim Jones, um, he, someone t- had told him, someone kind of like coached him to, to get to where he was at. It was a woman that was helping him. No, that's not the point though. I'm trying to be, I like Mama, my point though. I know it's hard for you. <laughs> Can you I put need a rag help. over his mouth? No. I need mama's uh, help. No, I'm right trying now. to. So did Jim Jones make himself a cult leader or the people make the, him? I think the, the people. The people, yeah. And why did the people do it? Because they're stupid. <laughs> I'm done. Um, let me ask right here. Take the mic. Hurry up. <laughs> no. <laughs> was Jim Jones a cult leader? Yes, he was a cult leader. And why do you say that? Because 
he made himself a god, and then the people followed and made him a god, and he pretended like he was helping them with their separation from God, but he just brought them back to him, not to God. How did he make himself a god? How did he make himself a god? He put himself in a... He told people that he was a god and found people that were vulnerable, that were looking for a god. I still blame the people, but I blame him as well because he made himself a god, and then they followed that god. And why do you blame him? These are adults. Right. And so Jim Jones, that's what what you're saying, Jim Jones said that he, I'm a cult leader. Right. But for the same reason that you wouldn't get up there and tell us a lie that would destroy us, like if you did that, I think you would bear some responsibility because... No, I'm going to try to find out, did Jim Jones say he was a cult leader? I don't know that he used those words specifically, but he knew he was a cult leader because he knew they looked at him like a god. Did he say, I know I'm a cult leader? Not to me. (laughs) did he say it to anyone he said I'm your leader I don't think he used the word cult but he called himself a leader why did you call him a cult leader because he deceived people into believing something false and what did he make them believe that That the end of the world was coming and that they should drink the Kool-Aid and go to heaven whose fault is that that the adults believed it I believe it's the people's fault that they believed it but I do believe that he holds responsibility for seeing a vulnerability in people and then taking advantage of that how is he responsible for that because we're supposed to speak the truth and he spoke a lie if I lie to somebody and they suffer from that I think I bear some responsibility even though I believe they do too for not figuring it out and so you believe Jim Jones is responsible for them the adults not responsible for them. He's responsible for what he did. Right. But not. Re- they, I think they're responsible for their own decisions. And I think Why people, do you think that? Because I think people are too willing to give up their salvation to other people and say, you're in charge of it, I'll just follow you, because they're spiritually lazy. Why do you think that? Because I've seen it. I've done it. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. And why did, what did you do? I mean, I was basically part of a cult. There wasn't one leader in the cult. It was a small group, but it was like a cult where they... Everything outside was bad. The only good things are inside, and you were taught to be very afraid of anything outside because that would corrupt you. Were you an adult at the time? Um, Yeah, for part of it. And why did you do it as an adult? Because it felt safe. It was like... Safe from what? Safe because other people are doing it. We're told we're better than everybody else. They're all bad. We're good. So it was like, okay, I'm cool. What was wrong with you that you fell for it? I was a weak, weak beta male. Oh, I see. That's why I was weak. And so during the period of time when you were a part of that, you didn't question it at all? I, there was always something inside of me that questioned it. I knew something. I knew that the people teaching it didn't really believe it. I could tell that but there was why something speak missing. Up about it? I did speak up and I got kicked out. Oh, okay. In so you end. did speak up. At too. the end, I did, yeah, because I saw that there's something missing here. But it wasn't until five years later that I met you and realized what exactly was missing back then. I was just kind of floundering. Oh, I see. But Amazing. I see why people join cults. It feels safe. It feels good. Oh, Amazing. Um, Mama, what did you want to say about it? <laughs> You were screaming uh, at your child over there. <laughs> no, all I said was, I said David Koresh, but because that was the guy who had a woman that was a woman oh. uh, that was grooming him and, and, and teaching him and telling, coaching him on what to say have you and ever, how to control his followers. Have you ever listened to a cult leader? 
I mean, I list, I've listened, like I've listened to uh, uh, um, Jim Jones, not not the rapper, but the Jim. I've listened to his like speeches. You and need to follow him. You know, if I was a beta, if I was like no, in my fallen state, my I would have. Did you follow Jim Jones? No, I wasn't even alive when he was. Uh, yeah. Have you, uh, uh, while growing up, did you go to church? Yeah. Did you follow the preacher? No. You, so at no church, you never believed a preacher. No, I actually, I was I was in a fallen state, and I only went to church to like meet girls because I was a teenager. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I wasn't a real Christian. I was a I was a poser. You're like Nick. Yeah, pretty much. Mike uh, is like. Are you familiar with Jim Jones? Yeah. Nah. Right here. Uh, not really. I just oh. knew about the Kool Aid. Oh, you just That's, know about that. You know, as kids, you hear about. The story where the pastor made the people drink. Have you been a member of any other church? Yeah. And you believe the preacher? Typically, yeah, you believe the preacher, but you'll take that message back and then you'll try to apply certain things in that they were teaching and then, you know, try to apply some of that stuff to see what it does. Why did you believe the preacher? Um, I was just brought up that the pastor was anointed by God and he brought the message to you. Who told you that? Um, I just grew up in church. So it was mostly like, you know, my grandmother, you know, my mom. Not really my dad, but my grandmother and my mom. It's always the mother or the grandmama. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever question the preacher? Sometimes when I didn't like what I was hearing. Oh, I see. Um, was Jim Jones a cult leader? Oh, you don't really know about him, huh? I don't, I don't know too much about him. And I... My interpretation of like cults, like I never really believed in cults because it seemed like it's just people that don't agree with other people, so they call them cults. So like right. like Jim Jones people will call you a cult. Like they they wouldn't call themselves a cult. They'll call other people cults. Yeah. So it's just, amazing. Um, thank you, man. Is this your first time here? Yeah, it's my first time. Oh, this is your first time. Yeah. Oh, hi, what's your name? Gary. Welcome, man. How did you hear about us? <laughs> A few years ago, I seen, I think, a, uh, people would send me uh, interviews with you, and they would try to, like, say you were Uncle Tom. And, like, I bought into it at first, but I started listening. And I was like, man, he's making sense. And, and <laughs> You're then, like, this is a smart Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you saved me, man. You, I mean, I don't want to say you saved me, but right. you allowed me to, to think for myself. Right. And I great and I voted for the Great White Hope. Nice, <laughs> amazing. And so your life is getting better now. Yes. In what way, if you can say? Um, I would say that I'm taking it one day at a time. Oh. I'm not. Uh, I've forgiven my my parents. Right on. How did that go? It was actually not as bad as I thought, and um, I was able to forgive my mom. You, you know, went to her. I went to her. Were you scared? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so scared. And so you went to her, and, and what was her response? Her response was, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad response. She was more relieved because I, I had a lot of resentment and anger towards her Yeah. to where we didn't talk for, maybe we would talk like once a year, a nice. year we wouldn't talk. And That's then, all you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I had a lot of resentment towards her. 
And once I got rid of that, it just it just felt like everything did get yeah. better. Amazing, good man. Any question about anything? Um, no, not right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank. You. All right. Um, and so I gotta ask. Uh, so what made me think of this somewhat? It's not the only thing that made me think of it. But yesterday I talked to Francisco. I was driving from the valley, and the traffic was real heavy. And whenever you want to forget about the traffic, call Francisco. <laughs> he and all, any of his folks, his mama, his brothers, they go on to the whole eight hours. I'm like, thanks for helping me get back home, man. People, <laughs> I forgot I was in traffic. <laughs> but Francisco would tell me, you saw a documentary, right, about Martin Luther King and, and those people, is that right? Yeah, I saw a documentary about... Uh, um, famous baseball player, um, what's his Robinson? I can Jackie Robinson, and he's actually a great man. And I started to wonder why Martin Luther King is pushed forward when this great man who lived plays baseball. Um, he sacrificed and did a lot of work. So, what maybe? And in that conversation, he mentioned how, and I already knew this, but I didn't realize Jackie Robinson was involved, is that during the Civil Rights Movement, Martin Luther King was arrested. Uh, he went oh. to jail. Yeah. And while in jail, there was a deal made from, according to what Franklin told me, I didn't see the documentary, uh-huh. but I knew they had sold the blacks to the Democrats. And so what happened was, do you want to tell that story? Yeah. So at that time, all black people were Republicans. Right. And they had uh, different factions of Republicans and Democrats. And Democrats had no chance at all. And so um, at that time, um, um, Martin Luther King was arrested. And the judge sentenced him to uh, a chain gang. And a chain gang was kind of like a death sentence, and they knew. When it. I become president, I'm bringing the chain gang back. <laughs> that will be the very first thing I do. The next day, <laughs> as soon as the inauguration is over, I'm running over to the White House and signing a, 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 a declaration or something. What do you call it? Executive order. Go ahead. So, so they ahead. they sentenced him to a, a chain gang, and so. Uh, the supporters of Robinson went around to try to get help. And uh, so they went to the leading candidate. He was a presidential candidate. was Nixon. And Nixon said, no, he didn't want to get into it because it was uh, it would be like grandstanding. And I can't remember the name of the, uh, the Republican speaker. Uh, um, he was a presidential candidate, and he made a famous speech. Um, uh, conservatism for the for the for the yeah it was so yeah so they asked Barry Goldwater and he said no I'm not I don't believe in the uh, civil rights law I'm not going to be for it and no I'm not going to help uh, to get this man out of jail and they had a more another liberal guy who actually won uh, won and uh, so they were going around and around and finally they went to uh, to Kennedy. And they asked Kennedy, and Kennedy, uh, uh, he was a presidential I candidate. Robert Kennedy, right? The first uh, Kennedy president? 
JFK. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. JFK. So, they, so they went to him. They went to him and they asked him, "Hey, can you uh, help us out with with uh, getting Martin Luther King out of jail, getting him off this chain gang?" And so he went behind the scenes and talked to uh, p- politicians and judges and got his his uh, his his sentence reduced and got him out of jail. And at that at that point. Um, um, Martin Luther King's father says we're going to have uh, we're going to have buckets full or boxes full of ballots for you for you Kennedy, and and then that's when it changed. And I've never heard that story before. And so that's when they sold the black to the Democrats. So my question is, it was Martin Luther King a cult leader? Yes, he was a cult leader. Um, I I don't know what really that means, yeah. you know, but they. Uh, you know, they really didn't even like Martin Luther King. It was so radicalized. Uh, at that time, they liked uh, Farrakhan a whole lot. Well, and there were people that really... But was Martin Luther King a cult leader? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, okay. So now y'all heard the story, right? And whether it's true or not, that's the story. Um, whose fault was it in the shirt, that that the blacks follow Martin Luther King to the Democratic Party, and even today, eight hundred years later, they're still Democrats, um, and they're going to die Democrat. They say, "Oh, I'm going to die." I'm not pushing politics, but I'm making another point. Uh, whose fault was it? Do you see Martin Luther King as a cult leader here in that Surrey? I'd say yeah, just because I think the the common factor in all the cult leaders is that they use fear, and they sell a, a cure essentially. You know, so Martin Luther King went around, you know, telling blacks to essentially be afraid of white people that they were going to continue being oppressed. And who fault was it? So you see Martin Luther King as a cult leader, mm-hmm. and why? Uh, the same reason, just used fear to to rally the black people up. And so did he make himself a cult leader, or the people made him that? Mm, I'd say the people made him that. And why did they do it? Because uh, they bought into the fear, and so they wanted that solution. So they Have you ever done that? No. You never followed anyone? No. No one? No, I, I don't like to give in to fear. So you're related to Nick? <laughs> no. Okay. Um... Whose fault was it that the people followed Martin Luther King? It would be the people. And why? They they didn't have faith in God enough, I guess, to just fall for somebody else to save them. Have you ever seen adults follow someone and make them into a cult leader? You know, not not. Not with my own eyes, no, you know, other than documentaries and stories, but... And did you blame the leader or the people? I would blame the, the people, because, I mean, any crazy guy can just say whatever he wants if you're, the, if you're dumb enough to believe it, and you got issues. Okay. Amazing. I'll come back. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. And then I'll take you, Frankie. Yes, sir. 
I mean, I, I'd say we're witnessing it right now with uh, people giving into the fear of the whole COVID and then just accepting whatever cure that they give at the moment, whether it's the lockdowns, the mask, or the vaccines. So. Who is causing the people to act this way? The vaccinated to fight the unvaccinated? Uh, themselves. Who? Themselves. The, themselves the vaccinated. is causing themselves to do it? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, because if they allow fear to come into their hearts, they're going to allow anger. So that, you know, it's kind of okay. a, a package. All right. Amazing. Let me take here, then I'll come to you. Yes, Frank. So I used to be a, a follower like that. I used to be a robot. And I used to, uh, I really admired somebody and, and admired how they spoke and what they spoke. And I ended up kind of talking like that person and preaching like that person. And, you know, it was all, it was me. And um, I came out of it years later. And I was able to see that it was my own weakness. And I... But I used to do the same thing with music. Did you blame? Oh, go ahead. I used to do the same thing with music, and I used to admire a singer. I try to sing like that person, and I said, "Why am I, why am I putting that on that person? You know, who's my favorite musician or the type of music I listen to?" And so it's the same dynamic, the same exact thing, the thing that uh, that people, especially when you're young. Uh, you're into a certain type of music, and you and you yeah. and you and you almost worship the person. You see young young ladies, young young girls. They actually worship the the, the musician, just like if it was a, a god, and they'll do anything for him. When you were like that, what was wrong with you that caused you to want to become like? The, I, I had a the, void the inside of me. I had a um, uh, I don't know. I guess my upbringing. Uh, very a lot of trauma, and so I had a big void in me, and I wanted something. I wanted to be like that person. I wanted what that person oh, had. And Did so, you blame the leader or yourself? The, this was I had to blame myself. That's how I got out of it when I discovered. Hey, and other people would. Was it hard to me. blame yourself? Um, in the beginning, it was because there, you know, I. It's like presenting knowledge that is not yours, like EMC squared. It's not my knowledge, but I can I could mouth it off and pretend like I'm I'm smart, but I'm really an idiot. And you know, uh, it's not until when you become an idiot say, hey, no, this is not my stuff. This you're an idiot. Mine. Yes. I thought you were Mexican. I didn't know you were black. That too. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Were that painful? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. So, I'm playing. So, uh, so it wasn't until that happened. It, you know, I I had to kind of give give that up. No, I'm not like that person. And just because I have all these words in my mouth, or I can sing this song, I can't. I'm not a singer, and I'm not. I'm not that person over there. Oh, okay. And then I had to. It's like repentance. I had to repent, and then I was able to. That is when I was able to get my soul back. Daniel, thank you, man. Interesting. Daniel, who fought is it that the best? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll come to you then. I want to ask you this, Daniel. Who fought is it? Let me go to the young lady first. I saw her hand. And then I'll come back to you, Dan. Yes, ma'am. Um, what I was going to share is that 
what comes to mind is that we don't battle against flesh and blood and like these principalities and these um, entities that are actually in control. So it's spiritual, right? Um, so I think that what people follow is they're in the fallen state. So it's the spirit that's controlling them. Um, I wanted to add that. Have you ever followed anyone? Not particularly anyone, but definitely ideas. So when I was in a fallen state, when I was at the university, I was falling into this whole victim mentality. You know, I'm oppressed and things like that, right? What was wrong with you that caused you to do that? I was in a fallen state. I didn't have God in my life. so I was. But you didn't know at the time that was the situation. Why did you think you were following them? Why was I believing those ideas? Yeah. Um, again, the only thing I can say is that I was not seeing clearly. I mean, did you question it at the time? No, it was a different perspective that I was not accustomed to, so it seemed truthful. But oh, it's, it's it's a lie. It's deceitful. Right. So I think that's why people fall into it because we're not we're not connected with God. We don't see. We're not able to see the truth. Okay. Amazing. Um, Daniel, why, whose fault is it that the vaccinated people are angry at the unvaccinated people? And when the vaccinated people assault the unvaccinated people, they get mad. Whose fault is it that this is happening? I mean, the, the spirit that's in them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I could blame Biden, but. A holy one. <laughs> I could blame Joe Biden, but I think it's the spirit. No, but let's say you didn't know about the spirit and all that. Oh. Who fault would you say it is? Probably the the media, the politicians, and it's like intellectuals. And, and so, and right now you say Joe Biden? <laughs> I mean, he's like the face of it. Is Joe Biden a cult leader? Yeah, definitely. Definitely? Without a doubt. <laughs> Amazing. If Jim Jones is a co-leader, MLK, then Joe Biden as well. And who, why do you say that? Did they say they were cult leaders? No, but the liberals and Democratic Party act like a cult. And what's a cult? <laughs> it's people that blindly follow some, something or somebody. But what is a cult? A group of people that blindly follow something or somebody. Oh, a group of people that follow someone. But the, the leader never called himself a cult, right? He might. But for the most part, they don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I thought you were an expert. <laughs> I'm not a cult you expert. You are fired. <laughs> I'm not an expert. He's like, no, I'm not an expert. <laughs> don't tell him. Let's <laughs> say I get back to you. <laughs> You remember the other day, hate refused to answer a question? He rebuked the question. He refused to answer it. <laughs> Decline. What was the question, hate? <laughs> oh, I remember. What's more important? What's, what's more important to be right or do right or have a woman? <laughs> hate said I declined to answer. <laughs> what a baby. <laughs> I'm playing. Yes, you are. Um, I think the categories is the problem. When you put it in categories, I think it's just people believing what they want to believe. And when we put categories on it, then it, it makes us then start to look at it, each other as good and evil, opposed to them just believing what they believe. 
But, but even if it's evil, is it that the people, the individual does that. The individual, the individual, because they're deceived. But why don't the individuals take responsibility for that? Because they don't know when you're in it, you don't you don't know that you're in it, or else you'll be out of it. I think categories is the problem. Okay. I'm a, yes, ma'am. Um, okay. uh, to me, it, the, the fault is, of course, ourselves, whoever is getting emotional about it. And they are reacting like that because they're getting emotional. Oh, um, I'm not looking for answers right now. I'm just trying to get some feel of why people do things. That's what I feel like. I, I've done it because to me, I was, I had COVID like a month ago. And I was, you did? Yeah. And you I should was, get out of here then. <laughs> and, Attack her. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Where are the unvaccinated? Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I was pregnant. So I didn't want to tell any, anybody in my family, but for some re- weird reason, my mom, knew about it and she been texting me like crazy because I'm pregnant she was like you're such a responsible mother how are you going to deal with this kid and how are you putting this kid just because of your religious beliefs in all of this and she was all emotional right did you block her uh, no I was I got mad at her why you block her yeah. why did you get mad because I was emotional because he oh. was telling me things like that I had in my head like oh am I like is the baby's gonna be good like am I being irresponsible whatever I buy into the emotions of it because they make you emotional that's why they get you they make you emotional do they make you emotional or you're already emotional well I was already emotional Um, but that's their they know that they can get you like that so you you blame your mother or yourself no I blame at the beginning I was like mad at her and I was blaming her and why did you get mad because I was emotional because oh, okay. I, yeah, I was angry or emotional or whatever. And then I realized, wow, I, am thought, the one. I, I don't want answers right now. Okay. I'm just trying to make some, find some answers about yeah. something else. Yeah, but that's right. what I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Let me find out what. <laughs> I, was, I was having this conversation with someone because uh, people say that Kanye West is a cult leader. They say that Donald Trump is a cult leader. They say you're a cult leader. So, and I think it's really the followers that make the leader a cult leader because any effective leader can become a cult leader if the followers don't have individuality. Uh, it's someone that people follow blindly. That's a cult leader. Okay. So a lot of people can fit that definition if people don't question that person. So do they fit that definition because someone said it? Well, they fit that definition. It it just like you said, it's the it's the followers who are really making that person a cult leader. It's the followers who have decided not to question that person. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. And this is your first time here? Um, second. Oh, okay. And um, have you heard of Jim Jones? Um, yeah. And did you see him as a cult leader? That's what I was told. And, what, and you believed it because you were told it? I was told he like mass murdered people with the Kool-Aid thing. So that, I pretty much bought it at that point, yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, I don't, I, truthfully, I wasn't there. I don't know. But Right. Did you have a question, what was wrong that with the people that they were able to allow that to drink the Kool-Aid at the end. 
Do I have a question about what was people. wrong with them? Um, I feel like I, they were just deceived, and I feel like... Whose fault is that? Whose fault is I don't think it's either party's fault. I think they're both... You don't both, think your gym... I think he's just as lost as them. Or the people fault? No, I think it's, he's just as lost as they are. He may be identifying as some... Whether he believes he truly is a god himself or not, I don't know. But either way, he's just as lost if he's manipulating these people into killing themselves. Obviously, he's lost. And the people who are following him obviously are lost because... Why would someone do to follow that? Because they don't know themselves. They don't know themselves? Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Follow anyone, a man or a woman or anyone you believe and you obey? Um, not really. How about with a woman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you've had a woman cult That's, leader? Yes. Uh, well, like, pretty much she was a cult leader, yeah. <laughs> Why did you make her your cult leader? I didn't know who I was, yeah. You didn't, and did you blame her for it? For sure. And why did you blame her? Because I, I didn't see the, that I was letting her do these things to me. And I was blaming her. And just like anger. You know how you blame someone for right. anger. So was, as an adult, you blamed her for that? I was an adult, yeah. Um... I did. I was beta. <laughs> did you know you were wrong for blaming her, or you thought you were right for blaming her? Uh, say that one more time, sorry. Like, did I think did I was... you know you were wrong for blaming her for that, or you thought you were right for blaming her? At the time? As an adult, yes. Totally thought I was right. And, and why? At the time, I... I why did I think that? Um... I thought not just her, but anybody who made me angry, they were the reason why. I just generally thought that. I was, I was, I was mis, I misunderstood the whole experience. Okay, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So the the reason I asked this is, uh, first of all, from having a conversation with Francisco, and secondly, I noticed that when people get angry at the preacher, the whatever. They blame the preacher or they blame the person, right? And they tend not to blame themselves for it. I, 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 don't, I rarely do I hear adults say, you know what, I was following that person. Even when they told me not to, I still did it. And so something wrong with me. They won't, for some reason, adults will not take a look at themselves and blame them themselves for whatever they're into. They always have to blame someone else. And that's interesting to me. Because when I was growing up, I grew up, growing up in Alabama, I never heard of a cult leader. I, I don't remember, I examined myself to see, but I never heard of one until I came out here. And maybe Jim Crow was, I mean Jim Crow. That's his brother. Um, no, I'm playing. Uh, what's his name? Maybe Jim Jones was the first one I heard about since it was so public. But uh, I never understood, and I understand now, why adults don't blame themselves for the situation that they're in. Because in reality, when you really look at the situation, no matter what it is, you are to blame as an adult for your own situation. 
There's not one situation you could be in or been in that you could blame someone else. Can I, anybody here name one situation that you were in and it was somebody else's fault at any time since being an adult? And they all bow their heads. <laughs> Have you ever, anybody here ever blamed someone else for your situation as an adult? Okay. Why did you blame someone else? Um, I, didn't, I just didn't understand that if it didn't take, if it wasn't me reacting to them, I would be fine. I didn't realize it was something in me that was being triggered by them that had nothing to do with them. Right. So even though they're still wrong and they should be held responsible, I was still... They're not wrong yeah. for your actions. They're not wrong for me, but like they may do something that's, that's wrong in general that they shouldn't do, but it's not up to me to decide if I should feel a way about it. Right. And so you couldn't see that you were blaming them. I mean, you knew you were blaming them, but you thought it was right at the time? I thought that I had a right to blame them. Oh. Yeah. Like, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't feel this way. And it's just been taught. It, well, it's not that it's been taught that way. It's, I think it's natural that we react that way. But it's not taught not to react that way. Have you ever been in a relationship and you blame the guy when it went wrong? Yeah. Thank God you answered that one, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Why would you blame the, I mean, I, I know all the... The bond answers now, right? I know everybody know that. But at the time, why were you blaming the guy instead of yourself? Because I was feeling that I had power like that. I felt more powerful. And the other way, I felt like I felt fake power. Like, because I had so much guilt, actually, for what was going on and was going down that it was easier for me to see what he did to me that why did why what why actually happened what I did to get there. And did you feel righteous when you blamed him? Yeah. Whom whom like a hundred percent. In that moment I felt super righteous, super I deserve this. You have to bow down to me type of thing. Have you ever blamed someone for your situation as an adult? Absolutely. And and why? It's a scapegoat. Oh, have you ever had your heart broken by a guy? Yeah. You have. Yes. And did you blame the guy or you blame yourself? Um, both. Yeah. Why did you blame the guy? Mm, because you, you have to blame something. My, <laughs> <laughs> we're blaming on the rain, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you felt like you had to blame the guy for your situation, breaking I, your heart. I had to start somewhere. <laughs> Have you ever blamed yourself for a situation like that? Yeah. And why did you blame yourself? Because I am tough on myself in those moments, thinking that I should have known better. I mean, that's such a generic answer. Were you wrong like for blaming can... yourself? Was I wrong for blaming myself? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. And why were you wrong for blaming yourself? Ooh, this is because, such a good question. Uh, be- man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why were you wrong for blaming yourself? For partnering with such shame and negativity toward myself. Oh, okay. So you were wrong for 
partner? Did you say partnering? Yeah, just just engaging in. Oh, I see. Not, yeah. Okay. And why were you wrong to blame yourself? Uh, why was I wrong to blame myself? Um, or I guess you know maybe it's right and wrong at the same time. What? <laughs> It's a multi-layered... What's your name again? No, I'm playing. No. <laughs> um, yeah, does that answer your question? <laughs> you said, no, you were not wrong for blaming yourself, and yet you were wrong for blaming yourself? I think it's a little bit of both. I think oh. it's a... Do you smoke pot? <laughs> <gasps> um, not anymore, no. You smoked pot before? Uh, no, never in my life. No. You said not anymore. Um, you look so innocent. <laughs> I'm just a nice little Asian girl. What, what, is, what, is, what is... You smoke pot before? What is pot? I'm not sure what it, pot is. You know what no, it I'm, is. No, I'm joking, guys. Yeah. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> so you smoke pot before? Um, yeah, it's, a, it's legal here, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not spilling my tea to the to the world like that. But yes. All right. Um, interesting. Have you? Let me go over here. Yeah. Have you ever uh, been in a relationship or anything, and you blamed a guy for your? He broke. Have you been broken hearted? Yeah. And at the time, mm-hmm. not now that you're all holy, <laughs> did you blame the guy or yourself? At the time. At the time, I actually blamed myself. You blame yourself, mm-hmm. not the guy. For the the pain, I guess it obviously. I you guess blame it could, the guy for yeah, the pain for the you pain, had, right. yeah. And why do you blame him? Because it's easier to blame somebody else than to take ownership. For and what? so, was he like a cult leader <laughs> in your mind? Like, is that an example of a cult leader? <laughs> I guess you can say so. In a way, you put a man above you. If you put anybody above you, really. Yeah. Then in a way you kind of are, but so were you wrong to blame the guy? Yes. And were you? Did you blame yourself? Yes, I also did. Were you wrong for blaming yourself? Yes. And why were you, you were wrong for blaming yourself? I was wrong for the whole thing. I mean, I was I was wrong for feeling the way that I felt. I was wrong for blaming him because it's like you're casting a judgment. Really, you're, it's not your place to uh. feel a way about something that's already passed. Oh, okay. So you were wrong for blaming yourself. Yes. It's my fault I'm in this situation. Yeah. I, I felt like that at that time, yes. At, at that time? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you think about that now that you are more mature? Um, it was a waste of uh, it was a waste of time. It was a waste of energy to, to, to feel that yourself. way and to be, blame myself and to blame the other Ooh, person. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I got to rush through this because of time, and I knew this was going to last a long time. I got to ask young lady a question, and then I, I come to you. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Nice. So there was this young lady that uh, got in, in the car with a man, and she was hitchhiking, hitchhiking. And so she got in the car with a man, and they end up having sex. And then the woman blamed the guy for it. Whose fault was it? She ended up getting raped. Okay. And whose fault was it? Well, that's really hard to say, right? In the sense of, 
you have to be accountable for your own actions as well, right? First of all, it's like I have a lot of friends who are like this. They don't want to face reality. Reality is that not everyone's the nicest person, right? right. Some people have ill, just ill, just, yeah, intentions in their heart. Right. So that's one, right? But two, also, it's also the male's fault. You know, I mean, if you think about it, statistically, rape is, is a sense of power, right? So it's not about, I just want to have sex with you. It's, it's more about forcing yourself No, when on. men are raping women, it's for sex. It's not for power. Well, it's both. I know that the liberals say that, but the man not thinking, oh, I'm about to get some power here. Well, no, no, <laughs> of, 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 of course, of course. The man thinking about, but, I'm about I mean, to have sex. It's, 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 there is a, there is a, like, if you look at it in a sense of, like, psychologically. How many guys rape women you think about power? No. <laughs> No. Psychologically, right? It's like I'm one-upping you. So in that, no, no, you don't think so. Psychologically, I'm about to have some sex. <laughs> <laughs> but whose fault is it? Was is it the lady's fault they got in the truck, or the guy's fault for doing it? I hate saying it, but now that I'm older, I would say it's the girl's fault. Yeah, and why do you hate saying that? Because I think we all grew up going, you know, um, I I grew up like around the 80s, 90s. 90s would be more of like my teenage years. Right. And um, it was like the whole feminist movement kind of really kicked it, kicked yeah. it up. It was like, you know, you're, you're just as equal as, as men and you could do whatever you want yeah. and F everyone else type of thing. And that really brought a lot of people I think now looking at social media and everything, like that's the downfall. Yep. And we need to put the, that should have never happened. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I was thinking about that. That should have never happened. But now th- that's why I'm like, yeah. you know, when I was growing up, my mom would be like, oh, you know, be careful, blah, blah, blah. Now that I'm older, I, I go, it's late. It's the same thing like what your parents have told you now, right? It's late. Yeah. I shouldn't go out. That's right. Yeah, so it's, it's just things like that that you realize that you get older. responsibility. Exactly. Be accountable. Have you ever been brokenhearted? Yes. And did you blame the guy for it at the time or yourself? Both. And why did you blame the guy? Uh, for him not being accountable to his word. But was it his fault that you allowed him to break your heart? No, it wasn't his fault. Um, so why would you blame him at all? Because as a man, I think you should be accountable for what you say. Really? Yes. I think that you should be accountable. It doesn't matter what your sex should is. Should the you woman should be, accountable. be accountable for allowing it? Herself to get yes. into that situation? Yes, and hence the reason why I said I, I yeah. am also in, in fault. Yeah. Right? So it's two faults. Is it hard for you to admit you were wrong? It's me, it's my fault. I got in this situation. Yes. A- and why is that? Because no one wants to be accountable for their own actions. Yeah. It's easier to blame someone else. I noticed that women have been trained not to take any responsibility for what they do now. Currently, it's yes. It's always somebody else's fault. Yes, I agree with you. And they're only getting worse because they, are, they want to admit that they're wrong. Well, I think um, society now is teaching women that. Yeah. Right? It's okay. I, I've met people who think it was okay and laugh about, oh, yeah, I blame this guy for rape. And it's like, what? Why? How, do, how is this okay in any part That's of your right. mind? Yeah. But it's to them, it's like, oh, well, I don't like, you know, he, di- he did me wrong. And it's, I have, I have now friends who have kids, right? There are boys. And they'll tell me, I'm scared for, m- for my boys. Yeah. We are now raising men who are so weak. And also now we're raising women who are just b- 
bossing these guys around. Yeah. Where it's, you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to accuse you of everything that's horrible out there in the world. Amazing. Um, is this your first time here? It is. Wow, what's your name? Lisa. Lisa, how did you hear about us? Twofolds, Alex Jones and my ex-boyfriend. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and why is he your ex? Because he did not tell me he was not accountable. He did he not wasn't, he, he sold me a fake bill of goods. How about that? And whose fault is that? Mine. And how is that your fault? Because I didn't love myself then. Oh, I see. And so you still in love with him? No. You done with him? Yes. Oh, okay. You're not mad at him? No. Oh, good. And so any questions for me or disagreements about anything you've heard or anything? I think it's hard as, like I said, I still grew up in the 90s. There are certain parts of me that still are like when you blame women on certain things, it's a knee-jerk reaction to go, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. Right. But then there, And then you start thinking about it, and you're like, I get it. I yeah. understand it. Right on. Nice. Have you heard me say women don't have love? Yes. Ooh, that's a hard one, huh? It is. <laughs> do you believe women have love? Yes. And why do you believe that? Because I think I have love, right? Why do you think that? Selfless actions that have taken and given to people without, without wanting anything back. And so why do you think you have love, though? Uh-huh. Because isn't love the constant giving without actually wanting something back? No. Because you can give give things to people and feel good about it. You feel good that you gave, and that's getting something back. Yes. And so that's not love. You got the feeling back from it. But isn't that... I mean, isn't that what human humans do naturally? It, I mean, for us to feel good, right. we do things. I mean, well, it it's an be... abnormal thing. It's not a normal reaction. So it's what an is indication that something wrong with that person? Okay, so if I see people give uh, the bombs on the street money, they give them a dollar, and then they'll look around, and make sure someone someone saw them giving the dollar. Yes. They, so they get they get get in their glory from the attention. Well, how about people who do things without telling people? They feel good about it. It's still all fake. It's not real. Then what is and it's not true love. love? That's the million-dollar question. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I really am, and I'm going to tell you in a minute. This young man in front of you want to tell you what the real love is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. um, hold on. Oh, is okay. this your first time here? Yes, this is my first time here. Oh, what's your name? My name's Henry. Henry? Yeah. I thought you were going to say something like Kong or China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Aren't you Japanese? Yeah. Um, I am Vietnamese, Chinese, Thai, well, you know Japanese. Name like Henry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I got from my dad. You did the right thing when you came here. Yes. You got a white name. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, totally I tried to tell the blacks the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. No. But anyway, um, what is real love? Um, real love is when um, you can love your father because loving your father, um, you can love the father. Have you already always known that or you just found it out recently? I did not always know that. Um, it actually took time. 
Yeah. And um, I've, I've actually grown to really, really love my father. Right on. And it was a few years ago, he got hit by a truck. And uh, I spent time with him in the hospital. Amazing. And um, he was in critical care, life support, everything you name it. Every day, every morning, I went and saw him. And I got to bond with him. Right on. And then, you know, there was actually things that, you know, that, you know, I still had. But then it, and one day um, he woke up and he told me, you know, Henry, I'm sorry for, you know, those things that I can do for you and things like that. And I looked at him and I said, Father, I forgive you. So, right on, man. And we had long conversations. And, uh, yeah, we, we bond a lot and we talk about God. That's right great. How did you find us? Um, it's through YouTube and through just friends just sharing things, you know. Uh, word gets around, and it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> it really amazing. is. Yeah. Any question about anything or disagreement or anything? Um, just uh, no, no disagreements or anything necessarily or, or any questions. It's just I just wanted to come here with my friend Joe here. Oh, right And, um, yeah, it's just as the more we talked about God, the more we talked about how the importance of that, you know, to and hold nothing up above God. Um, the more we start to do more things, take more right. action. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Um, so, and I'm going to answer your question about real love in a minute. But I want to do this cult situation thing. I have not heard of a cult until I moved to L.A. and I started hearing about it. I will hear church member calling other preachers that and but I never heard a cult leader say he is a cult leader. Praise God, I'm a cult leader, right? I never heard that, but I always hear other people say it. And then I saw the Jim Jones thing happen, and then people had drank the Kool-Aid, and they 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 did, they died, they did. And, uh, <laughs> and the people still were blaming Jim Jones, right? And so what I noticed is that when I was growing up, and I can honestly tell you this, when I was growing up, I did not know while growing up that you could have another man be your leader. I did not know that. Because even with the preachers at the church that we went to, and we went to church like twice a month. We didn't have church every Sunday. And if you wanted to go to church every Sunday, you would have to go to somebody else's church. Because at my church, it was just, and most churches were like that in Alabama at the time. But I didn't know you had a leader because even with the preachers at the time, they didn't call them pastor and all that stuff. They didn't put them on a pedestal. He was just a regular person that we would go and they would teach the Bible to you and all that kind of stuff. And so it wasn't until I moved to L.A. and I started hearing about leaders. Black people have leaders. They have civil rights leaders. They have leaders. And then I definitely didn't know that a man would have another man over him. Because growing up, my grandfather never had another man over him. My father didn't have one. And not that they didn't work for other men, but they never saw them as a leader. They just saw, you know, you work together, you get things done, but you never put someone over you. And so I didn't know this thing. I didn't know how cults came about. And so, but since doing Bond over the last 30 years, I have been called that. And I've been wondering, how am I a cult leader? You know, because I didn't, if I was doing it, I didn't know I was doing it. 
And so, but I noticed that adult people, men and women, would say it. But they were only said if they got mad about something. It's the point I think one of you were making. They became emotional. And it looked like in the emotional state, they, the adults were not able to take responsibility for their own action. It's like they have to blame somebody else instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to blame somebody for whatever it may be, whether it's breaking up with some girl or listening to the preacher or whatever it is, right? And, and I have to take responsibility. I'm wrong. And I want to tell you that it's weird seeing it, but now I'm starting to understand it more because I'm paying more attention to it. I hear it a lot. So it got my attention. And if you ever want to understand something, get to know yourself. Really, you will know the truth of what's going on. It will be revealed to you. And so I'm starting to understand it is because of their emotions. They are, uh, uh, they are in, in a fallen state. And the ego, even with adult people, the ego doesn't want to admit that it's wrong. No matter, even if they know they're in the situation themselves, doesn't matter the age, it's hard for the ego to say, I'm wrong for this. It's me. The one thing I can absolutely tell you, when I was in a fallen state, I knew I was wrong for being in a fallen state, but I didn't know how I got there. Because I remember saying, I don't ever remember sinning. You know, my life wasn't so happy. And one day I'm walking down the road and I'm saying, you know, I want to be a sinner. I didn't know how that happened, but I knew how that things were not working well. But I didn't blame anyone else for it. And I know that when, so, oh, I got to do a quick experiment to make this point, I think. Joe, can you come up here for a minute? <laughs> and so, and this is about, so I always knew I was wrong in the fall of state. I didn't know how to overcome it. And I would go to different churches, and I would ask the preacher, how do you, I'm weak. You know, I have fear. I have this. How do I get over it? And they would just say, well, read the Bible more. Or pray in tongues, something dumb. Whatever they say. They had no real answer as to, here's what you have to do to overcome it, right? And so time went by. And so I finally asked God to let me see myself because I realized I didn't know myself. And so it was so interesting. And this is why I want you to know that you can't make yourself be born again. No matter what I say or anyone says, only God draw you onto him. You can read the Bible until the cows come home. You can pay tithes and offering until you're broke and homeless. You can give until you have no more to give and feel good about it. You can't make yourself be born again. No reading, no nothing can make that happen. As a matter of fact, you have a better chance of being born again of the Father by not reading so much. The less you know, the better chance you have. Because the more you read, the dumber you become, your ego is built. And so, um, and so, um, so I asked God to let me see myself. And one day he showed me I had this dark spirit on the inside. And it was like a wicked spirit. Those kind of spirit that come in your room at night and hold you down on the bed. Anybody ever had that? Yeah, that kind of spirit. It comes through the door. Can you imagine that? And you'd be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. 
<laughs> and then you say, in the name of Jesus, get off me. <laughs> Some people say that. And so he let me see that. And then he allowed me to see, because at that point, I just stopped the, the hooping and hollering, praying and all that. And speaking in tongue, I just shut up because I realized I could do nothing. And he allowed me to see that I resented my mother. Because prior to that, I thought I had love for my mother. Really, because I felt a mother's love is so special, right? So I felt that for her, but it was hatred. It came from the hatred I had, the anger. And so, but what happened was, okay, now I need to do this experiment, if you don't mind. Can you come here? Yeah. Okay. Is Joel on camera, Bill? Oh, he's too tall. Let me cut his head off. <laughs> now can you see him? <laughs> okay. So we should back up. That's Bill, the engineer. That's the guy that wouldn't come into the studio so we can say happy birthday. <laughs> he was outside laughing. But anyway, and so, no, you put it down. So, salvation is hard to explain, so I'm just going to give you the, I figure, after having a talk with Francisco yesterday and another friend, I figure I'll give an example of what it was like. And so, I'm sitting still, not asking anything. And so, this is me. And I'm just one person, right? But at the time, I didn't know I was living in my head. I didn't know that thoughts were lies. And so God came. It's already in us, too. Everything you're looking for is already there. The Holy Spirit is already there. Christ is already there. And uh, God is already with us. It's called the kingdom of heaven within. But because most people are not seeking, or if they are seeking, they'll let someone steal it away from them just like that. If they mention, oh, I found God within before they grow in it, a Bible thumper or someone will come along and steal it, so they don't really grow and they go back into darkness. And so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I was able to see. And what I mean by seeing, now you turn around. So this is the not me that was in me, in my imagination. But I couldn't see that. Y'all understand that? This is not me that was in my head, in my, my thoughts, imagination. And so what happened was, God, uh, it's like the light came on. And in that light, I was able to see that this really wasn't me. Because the light of God illuminated on the darkness of my mind. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. That's not me. And, and then in that very moment, he took anger away from my heart and replaced it with love. He gave me perfect love. And from that day forward, 20, I mean, 31, 32 years, Barney's 31. I have never had anger again. The spirit of anger was removed. But because I still I've been living in my head for so long, right? I, now that I'm born of the Father, so my thoughts will still be talking, not my thoughts, but the thoughts would still tell me things, and I still would believe them. But I couldn't believe in them anymore. They would come, and, and I would believe it. But I knew at that point it wasn't me. Without even knowing that I knew, I just knew it wasn't. But what was so powerful is that 
when he changed my heart, and I didn't know the depth of that until now. When he changed my heart from hate to love, he was changing everything about me. He was changing the uh, um, the vices, different things I was into, even though I was still giving to them sometimes. But he would not. Okay, you go away, Satan. <laughs> so he was um, in that love. Even though I would believe thoughts at time, and I'll find myself doing it. Like, remember, I say, "Don't worry about the smoking; it'll go away." He'll take that away from you. So if I did something like that, I couldn't even judge myself anymore. As a matter of fact, I forgot about judging myself because he had changed the heart from hate to love. And so that, those things were no longer the focus anymore because they, were, they should have never been the focus. But the preachers and everybody tell you that those vices are the focus that you should be thinking about. And you end up judging yourself for the things you do, thinking that that's the sin. Those are not the sins. The sin is of the heart. And so what happened was he took with the heart down here, not up here. What side is the heart on? Right here. I haven't heard my heart beating so long I forgot. It's not, it's in here. It's not even in, in the heart up here just pump blood, but the kingdom of heaven is in the belly. It's in there, right? And so what was happening is that even though I was still growing and listening to thoughts, I knew I couldn't change anything. Because once you change the heart, he allows you to see everything. And in seeing, you know you can't change anything. Of yourself, you can do nothing, right? So I just allowed myself to go through what I had to go through in life without judging myself. But I didn't realize it would be because my heart had changed. I didn't know how deep that was. And then when he changed the heart, he changed it with his love. He gave you love. And his love, in his love, all things are possible. There's nothing you cannot overcome. As a matter of fact, there's nothing you will not overcome if you just let it be. It's enough to see it, but just let it be, right? And the power of love is changing you. And what are you doing? You know the Ten Commandment things he gave us to keep? He is taking the, the vices away, all the stuff you're into, and replacing it with the Ten Commandments. Because it's all spiritual, there's nothing you can do about it. But he is causing you to live the Ten Commandments. You, you're growing into them, and one day you realize, wow, this is so cool. My whole inside is not the same anymore. You don't have the fear. You don't worry about anything. You're not jealous and envious and into it. It's just changing. You can't change anything, but the power of love of God will change it. Your only focus should be, oh, and then I take your hand, then I got it in. Your only focus should be to sit still and know the Father. Go before the Father, and you do that by sitting still and just observing and not you. You don't have to do anything else. But you must, you must, you must stay with the prayer. When Paul said, on myself I can do nothing, and on myself I know nothing, so I had to realize it's not me, but the Spirit made a That's what he meant about that. The Spirit made a home in him, right? It's not him. Likewise, the same thing with us. It's not you. The Spirit made a home where you became angry and you were turned away from him. And Satan became your dad, and that's the ego spirit that's in you. But if you focus on the heart and not the things that you're into, and no matter what, 
what kind of situation you're into, right? Do I feel like I'm dancing? <laughs> no matter what the situation, you are to blame as adults. I don't care what they did to you or what going on. The only way you're going to go free is you got to know, I'm to blame for this. I did this to myself. You may not have seen what you were getting into at the time. It may look like it was right or whatever, right? But you are to blame for it. To blame someone else is being in denial for yourself, and you're not going to be free. If you want to, and then once you blame, once you see the responsibility, even if they did you wrong, what you think is wrong, you allow that to happen too. And you need to get to know yourself so you can understand why is this happening to me. Then you overcome it. You start, he would give you wisdom about it, and you'd be set free from it. And most importantly, you will never hate yourself or anyone else, no matter what. What people do or say about you, it wouldn't even matter. You don't even think about those things anymore because the power of love, and it's in all of us. You already have it there. You're just not seeking the kingdom so you can come back home. But you must stay with the silent prayer. I've never missed one day from silent prayer in 32 years. I can't, and it's because I can't imagine going back into darkness and I, and I don't know if that would happen or not, except that all over the world I've heard people say, oh, I did the silent prayer, and then I stopped. Now I'm in my head, my life falling apart, right? But in reality, if they were born of God, their life is still fine. It's just that they went into their head again. But nothing changed. If you look around, all is well. But Satan makes you think that it is, and he calls you. Because the last thing that he wants you to do is to be still and, and come before the throne of the Father. Because when you be still, that's what's happening. You're going to the Father's grace, his mercy, and you're going to know what it is. It's a mind-blowing. But it only comes through stillness. And so you got to pray. Prayer is of the heart, not of the head. It's of the heart. So when I ask you guys to bow your head, let's pray like they do in the churches, I don't, that came from the head. That came from somebody reading the Bible and just telling to do that. But most people don't question it. Because they'll tell you, don't even question it. Don't question God. Yes, you do. He wants you to question. How else are you going to find out? What's wrong with me? How come I can't overcome? He'll show you. So let them preach and say you can't. The Father, the Father loves you. And he doesn't care what your question is, no matter how dumb it is. He's okay with it. And so love is of the Father. It's come from above, through Christ, through the man, through the woman, and children. And there's no feeling at all about it. Zero feeling. It's a light unto your feet. It is uh, ability to see and overcome without even trying. It is grace. It's everything. But you have to add it will kill the ego and not you, which is Satan nature in us, right? He will kill that. He will just take that away from you. Once he changed that heart from hate to love, it's amazing. everything else is fine. So don't focus on what you're into. Try not to do your little stuff, right? But don't judge yourself. The focus is on the heart. Be still and know the Father. Do the silent prayer. He's renewing your mind. He's taking away your anger, your fear, your doubts, your worries, your insecurity, all the other little things you're feeling. And any time that you are offended by someone else, you get mad. uh, Like the vaccinated people, the unvaccinated people, 
should not even get mad at vaccinated people because they, they don't know, they know not what they do. The whole world is a cult. That's why I, I want to say that. If that's what a cult leader is, the whole world is a cult because the whole world is hypnotized. They are in a fallen state and don't know it. And so they can put fear in you. They can take away your stuff, they say, and make you do whatever, right? But if you had no fear, you wouldn't worry about those things. Because your relationship is no longer with people, places, and things. It's with God only, your Father. Isn't that amazing? So just relax. And you're hearing this from a black man who's slow. When I, when I think about my, my, my life, it's mind-blowing. And it's not because of what I have, the material things. It's because of the peace that I have and the things that I've been able to overcome and endure. And, and it's amazing. And that's how you, he loves us. God loves us. Your Father loves you. And don't just see him as God. Because if you see him as God, you don't see him as your father. He is God, but he's your father. And the father would take care of his children. Just like Satan take care of you, he destroy you. That makes sense a little bit? Stay with the prayer and just observe the thoughts. And when you get in one, just know you're in a thought. It, because you're growing like a baby. You're growing, so don't judge yourself. Stay with the prayer, let it pass. And eventually they get further and further away from you. And it's like life is amazing. It's all spiritual. There's nothing you can do. Anyone who has emotion, they have an ego, which is the nature of Satan. And it's based on everything that you feel. God is a dispassionate God. Satan is a passionate God. It's all based on how you feel. All right? Amazing. Yes, Joel. If we got to end it, so it's fine. No, real fast. Oh, wait, real, it's, it, it's interesting how you say about love being everything. Because um, I think that it's hard to not to to miss that like simple thing because you can easily think that love is just you know when you speak the truth you know it's true but if it doesn't have everything in it like understanding patience grace all those things then it's not love but sometimes we think that if oh if I just if I just give the truth I'm being loved or like the liberals for example or if I'm just understanding about everything yeah. that's love but it's not like Love, understanding, patience, peace, all that stuff. Don't try to figure out love. It's nothing that you can figure out. You grow in it. His ways and the way he is, is far away from what you can ever imagine. You can't even imagine his way. You have to live it. You become it. You grow into it. You, and so don't try to figure it out. It's enough to know that you don't know. He would take care of it. Because anyone who thinks that they know then Satan is your daddy. You have to grow into it. You will be born again if you're seeking, and you will find, and you will start to live. It'll happen. Once you're born of the Father, you cannot be unborn. All right? So just relax. And if somebody say things about you, true or not, that you did it, right? Wish them well. Because they are doing this about you because they have no love. They're jealous, they're envious, they're angry. Because people who love one another, we would never do that to each other. It would be no way. It wouldn't even be in your nature to even put down your enemy. That's what we're talking about, a friend. It wouldn't be in your nature. It wouldn't be a part of who you are. All right? Anybody disagree with that? Okay, real fast, and then I'll follow with your love thing. 
Yes. Um, just something really quick um, that you were saying. You all thoughts are all lies all the time. <laughs> There's never true thought. You, ha you could have to go to the bathroom to do number one. And the thought say, oh, wait a little later. Or the thought say, oh, you need to go now. And now you feel like you got to go now. You get involved with everything. Because Satan is trying to deceive you. He doesn't want to lose you. And he control, he control you by deceiving you. And you know what I want now? I had wanted to be a son of God. When I was growing up, I was like, what is it like to live on earth as a son of God? I used to ask myself that and ask God as a kid. I now know. Now I want to know what is it like to doubt every thought all the time. I want nothing but faith. I want faith that no matter what happens, I'm unmoved, and I believe it's possible. Because if you can doubt every thought, you can't help but have faith. There's nothing left but faith in God. If you can doubt every thought, you have faith. Adam, believe, Adam and Eve believed it to a lie. All we have to do is believe out of it by doubting it. Don't believe it. And you have faith. It's not a feeling. Yes. So really quick, I was just wanted to say that when you were saying to me before, um, Just know yourself. Like, that's the only way I can tell you many things. Yes. Like, you just have to know by yourself. And I didn't yes. understand. I really didn't, did not understood the things that you were saying. Like, for example, do not have an opinion about things. Have no uh, yeah. opinion about anything. Yeah. So I realized lately, because I was like, okay, I'm really now wanting to know myself. Like, you know, I was putting like 100% everything to God and he made me realize even more oh. that that I do not have to have an opinion about myself. That's why before when I judged myself and I, when, when I was doing all those things, the bad thing wasn't judging myself. The bad thing was I had an opinion about I was good or bad. Yeah. And that opinion about, oh, I was being good or I was being bad was killing me inside because it was an yeah. emotional opinion. And that's what Satan wanted me to choose. Are, are you either good or are you either bad? If you have no opinions about how you're acting or your actions God will show you that's why the love thing you have to have no opinions on how love is I got it yeah that's amazing the way you overcome opinion about yourself observe every thought have no don't hold on to any thought it's impossible to have an opinion about yourself if you don't believe thoughts because the opinions that you have about yourself and other people they're not coming from you you're being influenced And you think it's your own because you've identified with it. Isn't that amazing? So if you drunk, be a drunk a little longer. <laughs> Just don't judge yourself for being a drunk. If you're robbing a bank, if you're going out today and rob a bank, try not to rob it. You know, like, Just know Satan's talking to you. But if you gotta rob it, <laughs> don't judge yourself. Just rob it. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I don't want to be robbing this bank, but this is fun. <laughs> yeah, be good at the robbing. <laughs> but don't judge yourself. And seek the kingdom and you will over. One day you'll go to rob the bank. You, you just won't be able to rob it. Oh, I don't feel like robbing a bank. Really, it would just be gone. It, it, do you understand anything about love now? Yeah. Are you doing, are you doing the silent prayer? Um, no, I have not. Oh. Um, but... What you're saying to me resonates because I think um, even though I grew up in the Judeo-Christian culture, right, um, I think we've all fallen after, like, high school, college, life. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of times, and then not only that, what we see and what we hear, the judgments, right? A lot of a lot of times people don't want to go back to church anymore. Yeah. Um, but for me, I took care of my father who was very ill until the end. And I take care of my mom now. And I think I found spirituality. And that spirituality, it might not be... Right, it's exactly what you're saying, right? It's like the meditation, right? That prayer is meditation. Uh, observation. Yes. God created you, and He just wants you. To, he's going to shine the light, so that you can observe the darkness and not be a part of it. But it's just to even, like you said, it's just sit and just accept and like wait for whatever it is. Just watch and watch. Christ said, "Pray and watch. Do the silent prayer and watch the thoughts." And you're going to see the world around you as well. You can see the whole world. People can't deceive you. And if they deceive you, it'll only be for a minute. You'll see it. Because the real person will come out eventually. But do the silent prayer. Okay. Give it a try. Okay. Silent prayer, that video. And do your own little thing too. And then be still and know the Father. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your own little thing. Okay. And I'm telling you, take that emotion away from you. And you will have great love. And it won't be based on any feelings or anything like that. Okay. And he will take care of you. Okay. I'm you. glad you came. Thank you. All right. Um, oh, Nick, where's Nick? The brand, we have to do the old biblical question for this week tomorrow on the show. What's the new biblical? This is a doozy. You need the new one? Or the Get ready. You Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> this is a doozy new biblical question. You want the new one or the old one? The new one. Well, what was the old one? We'll talk about it tomorrow. Have you prayed the sinner's prayer? If so, why? How many people prayed the sinner's prayer? No such thing as a sinner's prayer. It's made up. It's totally made up. No wonder nobody was saved. (laughs) And the new biblical question. How did mankind come to neglect the interior but focus on the exterior? Did y'all hear that? What was it? He said, what? What was it? How did mankind come to neglect the interior but focus on the exterior? If, if human beings were to live the religion from within, we'd have peace on earth today. Just like that, we would have peace on earth. But they're living the religion from without. And I want to know, when, how did that happen when people start living the religion without rather than within? That's the new biblical question. So that's what we have. All right. Amazing. We are so out of time. Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Um, Don't forget to donate to the church and to Bond and and your super chats to DLive. We will read them tomorrow on the show. Uh, And whatever question you may have. Yes, Nick? And whatever question you may have, all right? we, 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 we have this entrepreneur academy, and I'm working with some people by phone because of the Chinese thing, and kind of everything changed a little bit. So I'm still working with people on that. Uh, this coming January, if the Lord is willing, and the creek don't rise, uh, Nick, we're going to start Nick out with his show. We take off for a week for Christmas, and we come back the day after New Year's, and that's the day I want Nick to start his show. And so if you're interested in being an intern, Right now, learning how to do what he's doing, producing. That's what you do, right? Produce. Uh, (laughs) 
and you want to do it by way of internship right now because we can't afford to be paying everybody. Uh, let Nick know. Contact Nick. Send him a one pager or something. Producer at JessaLeePeterson.com. And we're going to build, unless something happens, I don't see, we're going to build a 24 hour talk show network where we have conservative guys on for 24 hours a day. Different guys. All right? It's going to be amazing. See how tough Hake is, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the baddest guy in the West. But so your support is helping us to get these things done. So thank you for your support. Any other announcement? Oh, women's form? Oh, nice. This is third Thursday. So ladies form this Thursday at 7 p.m. For ladies only, no Bruce Jenner. Um, and none of that stuff, right? And speaking of cult, and I was going to bring the Bruce Jenner thing up. The cult leaders got the, the followers thinking that Bruce Jenner is a woman. They got them saying she. You know you got to be in a cult. How do you say she when you know it's a he? But people say she because they're afraid to say he. They don't have the father. All right. So latest form this Saturday night for all ladies at 7 p.m. All right. I mean, it's Thursday night. Every third Thursday of the month for ladies only all the way from Africa. I see Africa. <laughs> thank you all. And thank you all for coming. I hope this helped a little bit. Amazing. Nice.